Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. <laughs> Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from TA Cooking Daughter 4, who says, Am I the asshole for telling my daughter she can cook herself now if she doesn't like my cooking? I, 40 female, have a daughter, Erin, 16. When Erin was 10, me and my ex-husband Mike divorced and he moved to a different city for work. We would come and see Erin a few times a year and sometimes she would fly to see him. As I'm the only adult Erin has left, I normally cook for both of us and occasionally for my boyfriend when he is over for dinner. I'm not a health freak. I mostly try to make filling and nutritional meals with cheat meals once or twice a week. I also try to make meals from different cuisines at least once a week. A few months ago, my husband moved back to our city alongside with his wife, Kim, 32. Erin was happy about it as it meant she could see her dad more often and we agreed that she can stay over their place over the weekend and holidays if they don't have other plans. I've met Kim a few times and she seems lovely and I trust Mike to look after her. However, since staying with them, Erin kept talking about what a good cook Kim is and how tasty her food is. When I've asked her what she's having when she stays, she mentioned a lot of Asian-inspired dishes, which I have no issues with, since I went through a phase of eating a specific cuisine for a few years when I was younger too. So, I've tried making more Asian-like foods at home to keep Erin happy. Ramen, pad thai, different grilled meats, kimchi, etc., However, no matter what I make, new or old dishes, Erin would always say she doesn't like them and they don't taste good. I have tried cooking her favorite meals and desserts from before and got the same reaction. Over the last two weeks, it got to the point where she would refuse to eat anything I cook and would either go and stay with her friends or have food at Mike's place. I got tired of this and when Erin came back, I told her that if she doesn't like my cooking, she can cook herself and do her own shopping since she knows how to cook and we have a large supermarket two minutes down the road from us. Erin got upset and went to her bedroom to pick her clothes and is currently staying with Mike. Mike and my own parents called me to tell me that I'm being unreasonable and an asshole since Erin is my daughter, so I can't keep starving her. I don't think I'm being an asshole here since my daughter refuses to eat anything I make these days. However, would appreciate a second opinion. Edit. I was asked to add this to the post. The food is always available in the fridge. If it is not eaten by the time she goes to school, me or my boyfriend just eat it for lunch ourselves and make something new for dinner. Plus, there's always snacks, cereals, different sides, fruits and veggies in the fridge or cupboards, which you can help herself with. Now, the first thoughts that come to my head was, you know, it feels like there's a bit more than just food going on the way that she's going around to Mike's house, etc. 
talking about Kim and you trying to cook the same style food as Kim was and you know she's still refusing it so it feels like there is something more but I was trying to put myself in her shoes and if I was to refuse my mum's cooking when I was younger holy moly I don't think so so I think it's going to be a very quick not the arsehole from me she's 16 she can cook her own food but as I said I feel like there is something more going on which we might find out in the update I'm not sure as yet international yam 80 says not the arsehole but I have a feeling this is not about the food she gets something there that she doesn't get at your home. Maybe she thinks the grass is looking greener somewhere else, which is no surprise. Probably she gets a bit more spoiled at your ex's home because it is all new. Solo says not the asshole. Your daughter's being a brat. Had she been younger, it could have been brushed off as kids being honest, good, but not knowing what they can say can be hurtful. She's old enough to know and be tactful. She just chooses not to which comes off as a bit malicious, even if that's not her intent. Your solution is really good. Stand by it. Don't be drawn into a cooking competition with the ex's new partner. It's been rigged against you anyway. She's your daughter's shiny new toy. And even if that wasn't the case, living your life to their standards is no way to live. Will you keep changing things in your life if they're not up to the standards of the ex's life so as to appease your daughter? Let her cook for herself. She can get Kim to give her cooking lessons if she likes her cooking that much. Your parents are also welcome to cook for her. See if their cooking meets the standards. Edited. You said that she spends some weekends and holidays there. You should have her spend weekdays there, like a whole week. People sometimes go all out for holidays and weekends. Yeah, and I was also kind of thinking down that path as well. You know, she's only turning up at weekends and almost like a special occasion. So maybe Kim was thinking... Oh, I cook a special meal for when she comes round and daughter's thinking, bloody hell, you know, this is great. I'm having like extravagant food every single weekend. I'm not saying that, you know, it's extravagant, but maybe it was going down that sort of path. Tiv says, my daughter is 14 and I've had this rule since she learned to cook Mr. Noodles, to cook noodles, eggs and bacon and rice for girl guys when she was nine. Don't like what I'm cooking? Make something you like then. She's quite the cook now herself and is less picky because she now knows how much work it is to make enough food for five plus people and how upsetting it is when someone refuses to eat the food you cooked. Her little brother has refused to eat anything she cooked for months for them. Not the arsehole. Lieutenant Dan says not the arsehole. You're providing food for her to eat and it is her own preferences that are preventing her from consuming it. Telling her that if she doesn't like what you cook, then she can purchase slash cook her own food does not equivocate to telling her that you're no longer willing to cook for or feed her. Salty says not the arsehole, it's your house and you are the parent. Every parent has used a line. If you don't like what I make, you can cook it for yourself at some point. It's not like you are deliberately making meals she hates knowing she hates it and you made an effort into making food that she likes. Maybe ask her what she would want for dinner every now and then. And one more from Throwaway who says, I cooked myself when I was way younger and so have many people. As long as you're giving her money to shop and giving her an option to eat, you're doing more for her than most parents. But I'd suggest working with her so she feels responsible for the meal you eat together as well. It's often easier to criticize others than yourself at that age. And that way, no one gets offended since you succeed or fail together. After understanding the work it takes to cook every day with you, I'm sure she'd change her tune. So then Opie updates the post, which says, I just wanted to post an update and a somewhat closure. The past few weeks have been hard and I think Erin has seen my post. So she came back home accompanied by her father and Kim. She has apologized for her actions and said, there was nothing wrong with the food I made. 
just she preferred Kim's cooking at the time. But after living with them for a bit, she realized it was not that special. We sat down and Kim gave her perspective. As she runs a local restaurant when Erin was staying over, originally, Kim would make restaurant quality dishes that she would serve to the clients and a lot of times they use more or stronger spices or different more expensive ingredients depending on the dish and sometimes MSG to enhance flavor of sauces. When Erin moved in with them and not just coming to see them over the weekend, Kim switched to making similar dishes but in more domestic style. So probably that's why Erin didn't like mine and homemade Kim's meals as they had less spices or sauces. She also explained it to Erin. Erin seemed to be very excited. So I have asked her if anything happened. She said that Kim allowed her to learn some cooking at a restaurant when it was not too busy. And she asked if I'm okay with this. I was relieved and told her I would be happy for her to learn, but also warned her that she might get stressed with all those after-school activities. If she wants, she can drop some of that she doesn't enjoy. I've also suggested her to cook for us a dish she learned me, my boyfriend, my ex-husband, Kim and herself, maybe once a month to see how close it would be to restaurant level. We have also agreed to have some cooking days where me and Kim share and exchange our secrets and techniques when cooking and Erin is free to join in. And whilst I still feel bad for OP in the way that people reacted about OP starving a daughter, etc., calling her an asshole for not cooking for her daughter, even though, you know, all the options she gave for her daughter were there, I'm glad to see there was some healthy co-parenting goodness going on in this particular story. We don't see it all the time, so it's always nice to see once in a while. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you say to OP if you was there? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from a deleted user from the subreddit r slash engagement rings who says, Does anyone else here besides me? feel like they can't partake in the ring posting on the sub because your engagement ring isn't big, sparkly, or unique enough. I'm feeling a little down after my boyfriend's recent proposal. I said yes, but I'm a bit disappointed in the ring, even though I know it sounds very materialistic to say. Even when we first started talking about marriage, been dating for three years, I told him that I absolutely 100% wanted to be involved in picking out or designing the engagement ring. And since we both have good jobs, I would even put some of my own money down to get a ring I absolutely love. What I ended up receiving was a 0.20 carat round solitaire diamond. A few things I told him about the ring as well was that round diamond solitaires on a plain band weren't my idea of an engagement ring. And it feels like he went out of the way to get me everything I didn't want. I also did tell him that because I did want a bit of a bigger stone, I would pay for some myself. And he really ignored that request also. I know this part sounds bad as well, but he also hyped at the proposal a lot and in the end it felt anticlimactic. The whole year he said he was going to wait to propose around Christmas time when all the lights are up around town and everything feels magical. There is a cute little Victorian era theme town just half hour away from where we live and this is the most special place in the world to me. This town always goes all out on Christmas for decorations and theming. It really is the most charming and magical place I have ever seen. And we go for walks there all the time on weekends. Now I feel I'll just be sad when we do go there. And I feel he sort of went out of his way to ruin that for me as well. That was literally my dream engagement. He said he was going to make me feel like a princess on Christmas time. He knows how much I love the Royal Christmas movies and instead just proposed in the bedroom before we got up for work. 
I know some will say that maybe he couldn't wait and that maybe nerves got him, but he knows I would have said yes anyways, no matter how nervous he was. And quite honestly, I feel the whole nerves thing is a bit of an excuse. How come men get nervous is always applied to them, but it feels that women are never allowed to be nervous for anything ourselves. I know it sounds mean, but that really is how I feel. Why does it seem he did everything wrong on purpose, even when he had an open and honest conversations about my dream ring, proposal, etc., and he went out of his way to get all those things wrong? Should I be honest and give the ring back? I feel as though I spelled everything out numerous times, and even though he said he'd remember to make everything special, he very well could have been too interested in what was on TV to really listen to me every single time we talked about it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And we'll start off with some comments, Tara, who says, I'll be honest and give the ring back. This is a huge warning that he is disregarding all of your wants, even when you've clearly communicated and agreed. It's not about the dollar value or the size of the ring. It's really about how he knew where your heart was and chose an entirely different path instead. Imagine the same scenario applied to buying a house, planning your wedding slash honeymoon, having children, etc. It feels like a bait and switch, so he tells you what you want to hear and does whatever he wants. If you accept it, you're accepting a lifetime of this. Opie responds and says, And that last sentence is exactly what I'm afraid of happening for the rest of my life. He was always good at being a partner in general, but everything seemed to went downhill after a major life event such as an engagement. If he really is doing this because he doesn't want to marry me, just something I've been thinking about. I really wish he'd be honest with me instead of acting like a child and getting everything wrong on purpose. At this point, I feel I could honestly give myself a better proposal and ring if he and other men just flat out refused to do it. Sorry, just a little pissed off right now. Julie says, just told your story to my husband. Everything from the ring to the proposal to the potential future mother-in-law. His reaction? That seems like a bad sign. Lika says, I don't have great advice, but I am in the exact same boat. Even his mother looked at it and said, that's it. Why'd you wait so long if you weren't saving? And to make it worse, the ring gives me a rash. The proposal was on the couch in our sweatpants and he just said, it felt like us. And stuck on a couch is not how I see my future or the definition of us. I love him, but I'm embarrassed of the ring and proposal both. Opie responds again, says, I'm so sorry and I really, really hate that for you. But I did loll a bit when his mother even sided with you. Even though it's her son, I'm glad she was like, what? Come on, man. My possibly future mother-in-law always sides with my boyfriend because of course he can do no wrong. 
and I really feel like I have to watch my tongue around her, otherwise I'm the one who ends up in trouble at the end of the night when she goes home and I get the silent treatment. I'm so glad his mother isn't afraid to side with you though, and sadly, I wish that were the case for me. If I even express any dislike about the ring in her presence, she'd tell my partner not to marry me right in front of me. She has done so in the past about other issues and likes to talk about me like I'm not in the room. She'll say something like, if she's that disappointed, perhaps you should reconsider living with her and come back home with me. Now I'm just like, good, maybe you two deserve each other. Brefa says, if the result of your engagement makes you feel less appreciated and valued, the ring feels more like a weight on your finger than a promise of an exciting future. And you question whether he even wants to marry you. This isn't the right relationship for you. It's hard to leave a relationship you have invested time and emotions into, but it sounds like from everything you are saying that you are already unhappy and he just emphasized all of the reasons you will continue to be if you agree to share a life with this man. It isn't the ring that is too small. It is the relationship doesn't fit. And one more from Rolly Polly 406 who says, My boyfriend always takes into account my tastes, from food to favorite colors to scents to jewelry. He got me a pair of earrings I don't like. I do like the gem, but just to look at, not wear, lol. I prefer a different, more sparkly gem. They were very expensive earrings. I wear them daily, but for an engagement ring, I would really, really like to be involved, given this little oopsie he had with the earrings. I feel you 100% on this. I'd give the ring back. What rubs me the wrong way is the proposal itself and how he disregards your wishes. That would have been even simpler to accomplish than the ring. And this is what pisses me off on your behalf. Think about it. This might set a precedent. But you know your fiancé. We don't. So think about it. Wishing you the best. So then OP goes on to update the post, which says, Hello everyone. I'm so sorry I didn't realize how many people wanted an update to this situation. I've been distraught for the past few days, and I just didn't have it in me to use the internet at all during this time. I'm feeling 10 times better now. Yes, we are going through a breakup over his stubbornness regarding this whole engagement issue. And as predicted, an entire shit show went down between his mother and I to the point where I had to call the police and beg them to take her off my property. I said she was trespassing, which was basically true. The only hard thing is we are stuck co-owning a house together and we need to put it on the market and try to sell it ASAP. I'm even willing to accept a low offer just to get this fucked up family out of my life for good. Thank God I only dealt with this douche for three years and next time I smell bullshit coming from any partner or potential partner, I'll be sure to tell them where to go. Because I cannot deal with a shit parade a second time around. And people, whether you're a woman or a man, please remember this. When you marry someone, you certainly do marry into their family. So whether you get along with them or not, just remember you're marrying their son daughter and will therefore be your legal in-laws for however long you decide to stay married. However, everything went down. When my boyfriend came home from work, I sat him down gently after we both finished our dinner and explained to him that while I couldn't wait to be his wife, there were some things I would like to go over with him in regards to the ring and the proposal. He immediately jumped to conclusion that was a selfish gold digger and how right his mother was about me. I know it doesn't seem very mature of me, but I pretty much laughed in his face like, bro, you're calling me a gold digger. Meanwhile, we make exactly the same amount of money and I come from a wealthy family. So therefore, I have more money than you and ought to be calling you the gold digger here. I tell him he's being ridiculous for not allowing me to spend my own money on my engagement ring. 
and how I wouldn't feel hurt in the least if he wanted to do the same for his own. But then he starts shooting off some bullshit how women aren't allowed to decide what their engagement ring looks like or when and if a man decides he wants to marry them or how he's going to propose. At this point, I'm screaming because I tell him it's fucking free. I guess besides gas money, which I pretty much pay for anyway. To drive me to town, I've dreamed of getting proposed to for ages. And it's free to look at Christmas lights and go ice skating. He tells me that my expectations are too high. I tell him to get the fuck out my face for being that damn lazy and selfish. You know what this man baby does next? Well, the mother needs to enter the situation somehow, so he cries and calls her on his phone, asking her to come pick him up. I tell him that he's more than welcome to go live with his mother until he's well into his 50s for all I care, but that beast is not stepping a foot in my house. He shouts at me that this is his house too, and his mother is more than welcome to help pack his stuff. I figured if this is going to be the last time I see either of them, I'm better off just staying out of the way until they're gone for good. Well, of course, mummy has to barge in and tell me how ungrateful and selfish I was towards her precious boy. I warn her gently that if she comes anywhere near me, I'll rip her hair out and push her down to the floor. I've never felt that angry in all my life and didn't know I had it in me to stick up for myself like that. But then she starts screaming at me that I wouldn't dare and how she'd sue me. I told her that I'd claim self-defense and tell the judge that not only was she trespassing, but willingly threatening me in my personal space and slash or harassing me. She initiated the physical contact first by actually hitting my arm and I reacted by spitting in her eye. I know how awful that sounds, but at that moment, when I felt my entire life was falling apart, I was saying and doing all kinds of crazy stuff I don't know I was capable of. You know how I mentioned how strong and high and mighty she likes to act in my previous posts? She literally starts to shake and starts developing these pathetic crocodile tears and screams for her son to come get her. Fucking baby acting like a tough bitch all these years resorts to the moment someone dares to stick up for themselves in her presence. They're shouting and screaming on everyone's side and I just call the damn police. My ex immediately tells them that this is his house too. And the officer just looks at him and his mother in disbelief, shakes her head and asks, this situation is already out of hand. I'm going to have to ask you and your mother to leave for at least a day or two until everyone calms down. I'm so thankful she said that I burst into tears myself. She gave me some very good advice that I wouldn't have thought of in the heat of the moment and she asked me if I could have some kind of family member stay with me for the next couple of days because she was concerned they would come back and threaten me again. Even better, I went to my own parents' house and our house is empty right now as far as I know, but it's getting put on the market ASAP. Oh yeah, but for those of you wondering, I gave myself a take this piece of shit ring with you moment before my ex and his mother left for good and I threw the ring past both of their heads when they were heading to their car. The last thing I hear my ex screaming is, fuck no, because God forbid he loses his fucking $700 piece of garbage diamond ring that immediately depreciates to $200 the moment it slipped on my finger. He actually thought he'd get all his money back for that ring. I'm so sorry if this entire post sounded incredibly immature, but that's pretty much all I can give you guys when it comes to my douche of an ex and his mother. Please note that I have absolutely no more negative or positive emotions in regard to this situation, and I'm no longer thinking irrationally or planning on doing something irrational to myself or others. I don't give a fuck what my ex does, as long as he doesn't come anywhere near myself or my family. Everything and everyone is perfectly safe and fine, and I really do feel 20 times lighter and happier than I did two to three days ago. 
Holy moly. That escalated quickly. I wasn't expecting it to go like that in the update. Shit. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time, not just towards me, but towards the stories themselves and each other down in the comments is always absolutely incredible. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully, we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.